This is Good News being brought to you by Listening for Clues. We are Lauren Welch and John Shamatek, deacons in the Episcopal Diocese of Maryland. We sure are. And today we've got a special guest, Dr. Dorothy Adamson Holly, is joining us. Dr. Holly, hey. hey, good to see you. Also known as Drum Dr. Dot, which is very cool. She's a developmental psychologist and licensed clinical social worker who integrates psychology and spirituality in clinical practice. She's the founder and psychotherapist of the Breathe Holistic Counseling and specializes in working with clients who have not responded well to traditional treatment. Dr. Holly is the creator of Drumetry, an mm -hmm. art form that integrates African drumming and poetry. She's an author, recording artist, songwriter, vocalist, percussionist, dancer, harmonicist, and healer through music. Dr. Holly is a proud member of the Baltimore-based band Roses and Rust. Welcome, Dr. Dot. Thank you. Great to be here. <laughs> it's great to have you, Dot. So tell us, what inspired you to create Drumetry? Woo! Okay. Uh, the inspiration for Drumetry came technically, let's start like how it, the whole idea came about. I write poems and, you know, just had poetry. Cool. So someone invited me to come to play or actually to recite one of my poems at the Creative Alliance. It was something through the Maryland State Arts Council. I'm like, okay, cool. And I said, well, okay, instead of just going and reciting a poem, I'm a drummer. Let me try to figure out how to have some background music playing with the poem. So I figured that out. I got it all syncopated. The timing, everything was perfect. Unfortunately, <laughs> The invitation was really not for me to present the poem. It was for me to do something else, which had already said I wasn't really interested in doing. So I get to this place and it's not what I expected it to be. And so I'm like, no, we're not going to do that because I couldn't do my drumetry. So I say that to say every time life offers us a challenge, I make it into an opportunity. So had that not experience not happened, had I not had that invitation, I never would have really thought to put you know, some drumming behind poetry. So that's technically how drumetry was born. So from there, I started to say, whoa, mama, this sounds hot. I mean, it was fire. I love drumming. I love poetry. Why not integrate those? So drumetry is the integration of drumming and poetry. That's how I coined the term drumetry, drumming and poetry. And so from there, every piece of poetry I had, I figured out a, an African rhythm or African pattern to back that. And that's how drumetry was born. And now I have two drumetry albums, CDs or whatever. We don't listen to CDs anymore, but <laughs> it's all online. But it was born out of that experience. And someone invited me to come do something and like flip the switch on me in the last minute. I'm like, ah, well, guess what? Yeah, it happened anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. And so, Dot, how long have you been drumming? Is this something you've done since your young age or something you learned later in life? Mm -hmm. Well, I always say it may sound a little trite, but I've been drumming since I was in my mother's womb because that's the first 
drumbeat that I heard. And in one of my pieces of poetry called Why I Drum, it starts with, you know, the drumbeat in my mother's womb with the first drum that I ever heard. And that is very true. I'm, I'm always fascinated with rhythm. I can pick up patterns and rhythms in everything. When rain drops, I hear the, you can hear it. It's in everything and I can't escape it. It's kind of weird. It's a gift and a, a curse at the same time, because when I'm trying not to focus on patterns, it's right there. So I started drumming formally in, I would say like 2008, I can say consciously because I was at Loyola's program. It was a postdoctoral program with spirituality, integrating spirituality and mental health. And so I was in a company in Baltimore. I was an African dancer, awesome company, but they didn't allow women to drum. So I love drumming. Drumming is taboo. It's still taboo pretty much in African culture. There are a lot of taboos around like the, the drum that I play. I play several kinds, but the kind that goes between your legs. It's said that women aren't strong enough to handle its power. If you drum with a drum between your legs, you won't be able to have children. It'll fry your eggs. I mean, a lot of stigma around that. And so I was like, okay. And at the end of the dance class, typically there's a solo circle that's formed and the women go out and they strut their stuff and find out like, this is what I learned in class. It's a lively scene. And the drummers are all around. And I'm always lying on the floor with the drummers. I've never get into a solo circle. I'm not doing that. I want to drum. So <laughs> I went to Senegal, West Africa, and I watched people in Africa. I'm like, look at this freedom. When they were dancing as if like, some movement that they were doing, like their head was going to drop off their shoulders and roll down a floor. I mean, it was totally uninhibited. The energy was so high. And these were women. And I'm like, whoa. So I came back to Baltimore. I got permission from my ancestors to drum. And so I came from class in Loyola. I had my drums in the back of my car. Back then I was playing the June June drums, the drums that you play with sticks. Had the drums in the back of the car. There's a class at UB Blake Center downtown and the teacher's name is Babakat and Jai. He's now in California. He had a company here called Return to Gore. So I walked up the steps and I looked at him. I said, Babakat, can I drum for your class? He said, of course, Dr. Doc. I mean, I flew down the I mean, I think I don't even know if I hit any steps. I ran down those stairs so fast. I popped my trunk. I got my June Junes and I went upstairs and I've been playing drums ever since. I mean, the class is like an hour and a half and you're playing nonstop. And the ironic thing is, you know, you would think that after an hour and a half of drumming, you would be exhausted. I had so much energy. I was like, okay, what's next? You know, where's, it was so much fire. <laughs> so that's what was my formal introduction to drumming. I started drumming in Babakar's class and I would go every class. He let me perform with him. I was on stages performing with him. So thank you so much, Babaka, out in California, because had it not been for him, having faith in me and having the trust that women, yes, this is a platform for women. Women can drum. Why not? Yeah. And then from there, I went, I studied with someone, Baba Dom in, in DC. I would go to his class every Friday and he just stuck a, a djembe in front of me one day. This is the drum that you place between your legs. He wanted me to learn djembe. So I learned djembe. And before that, Baba McKnight, Baba Bailey up in Forestville. I was taking some classes with him. So the door, it just fled wide open. I know that's a roundabout way to answer your question, but I've been drumming formally <laughs> since. Oh, so another thing too, when I was in elementary school, I remember specifically, I always drumming on the table, right? 
you know, you're supposed to be in class paying attention. I'm always, I'm, I'm telling you, I hear things and I'm just tapping out patterns. And the teacher would always tell me to sit on my hands. <laughs> so I had to sit on my hands, but my feet weren't, didn't stop my feet. And then when everything was else, I stopped drumming in my mind. I stopped drumming in my body. But I, I mean, I was, I've been drumming for a very, very long time, but formally in 2008, around that time, 2008 was when I started, you know, forming, performing and drumming with the company. Be careful because if you ask me a question, you already know. I <laughs> so, love these answers. <laughs> yeah. What has what has surprised you about drumming, and and your experiences? What surprises me about drumming is the power. I call drumming. Well, I call all music vibrational medicine. But there's something specific about African drumming. I cannot label it. And what I try not to do, I don't go intellectual. I go feeling. So, I, I mean, even as I'm talking to you right now, I'm trying to find words because that's not how I approach any creative endeavor. I'm not studying notes. I'm not, I'm allowing, because when I go in my head, it's a barrier. But when I allow and open myself first to spirit, because that's I, everything comes through that, everything. So I open myself to spirit and I allow what needs to come into me, come and let it come through. And I'm not monitoring, I'm not judging. Oh, is this the right note? No, I'm playing. We had rehearsal last night. I have a company. My sister, it's actually pretty much my family and another woman. And one of the people said, well, what solo are you playing here? I said, I don't care. Sometimes I'll have a, like a set solo in my mind if it's solo time. But typically I'm just opening myself up and those rhythms, they just. Because whatever the grounding rhythm is playing, I'm going to jump on that and ride it. So it's not really a matter of intellect. It's not like I'm thinking about it, but what surprises me about rhythm to get back to your question or drumming is its power. It is palpable. It's real. You feel it. When we perform, you can, I can watch an audience and just look at, you know, people might be stone faced in the beginning and you start, you see the loosening up, then the toe tapping starts. And before you know, it, people are on their feet. It's so amazing because that rhythm takes no prisoners. You're not going to sit back and in the cut, you know, try and act like, oh, this ain't affecting me. Drumming will snatch you and it'll grab you and it'll make you, you know, <laughs> respect it. So that's what I love. And that was, that's what really surprised me about drum. It's like, like I said, even when I'm not consciously thinking about drumming or patterns or like raindrops or anything is grist for the mill. A toilet, a toilet flushing. You know what I mean? Rhythm isn't everything. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I never thought about that with the toilet flushing. That's, I'm going to start appreciating. I'm telling you, it's, it's crazy. Wow. I, see, I hear it in everything. So, Dot, let me ask you, because I, I agree it's kind of contagious, and I've listened to some of your drumming online, and I just I start moving and so on. Would you say this is something that really just kind of transcends all sorts of people, race, ethnicity? But all music. Music transcends race religion, culture, ethnicity, it transcends all of it because it's, it's beyond all of that. You know, it's, you can't like, I'm, I, here's another tangential thing. I have an album coming up. The name of my album is called Unboxed because you can't place drum doctor dot in a box. I got pop on there. I have blues. There's country. I'm a country girl at heart. I don't know where that comes from. I have no idea where the country girl comes from. Never been on a real farm. I ain't never rode no horse for real, but something in me, 
called country. I have I, I got received two songs that are like so pure country. Like, where are these songs coming? I ain't no country girl. That's why I call myself the urban cowgirl. But the djembe is considered the the a unity drum. It's circular in nature. Her energy brings people together. By the way, all drums are female. I told you females run the world. But her, <laughs> but it brings people together, especially when you get into like the heartbeat. You can, and everyone is aligning on that one. My sister and I, we do something called a rhythmic healing circle where we, we use lots of percussive instruments. So we don't call them drum circles. And we bring people together. And there we start off with this Naya Bengi rhythm, which is essentially a heartbeat. It comes from the roots, the hill mountains of Jamaica. It is just so grounding. And then everyone goes off and adds his or her unique voice to this circle that we created. And this this huge musical thing. And then it crescendos and it comes back and then we end on that heartbeat. You couldn't tell me who in there was black, white, brown. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. It, it, I'm telling you, this drum, whatever you have, whatever you're carrying, whatever load you have, you. we tell people, just place it here. She can handle it. The drum can handle it. It's a force that brings us together, whether we want to be or not, because you lose yourself. You know, <laughs> you may come in with all this anger. We were teaching at the Woodbourne Center. It's a residential treatment facility for males. And, you know, these kids are diagnosed with all types of mental disorders. And they've not been able to be in their own environment. So they're placed at this residential community in Northeast Baltimore. And the rigidity, the anger, they're angry at staff, they're angry at themselves, at their family, blah, blah. But once we play those drums, child, it was a whole different story. And the therapist afterwards would tell us, the guys who are participating in the drumming class, we really see a difference. They're opening up in therapy. And that's the thing too. Not only is drumming and music a great connector, it opens. You know, the vibrational medicine, I will keep going back to that, it opens up. If you think about the chakra system, it touches every aspect of your body. It hits you at a cellular level that you cannot resist. Cannot. I'm sorry. You know, you may want to fight, you know, but, but trust me, you're going to fall eventually. <laughs> I've never seen it fail. Yeah. So, are we going to have an example of the set drumetry? Absolutely. Have drum will travel. Have drum will play. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was sitting here trying to think of what piece might be appropriate. I have a piece called Enough because I work with a lot of women in particular who've gone through a lot of stuff in relationships. And every part... And this piece that I'm going to perform, it's true, except for one. I'm not going to tell you what part is it true. What I help people to do is to find themselves. And this piece I wrote enough because a lot of people think that they have to do certain things or I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I have to jump through hoops in order to prove myself. You were born enough. There's nothing more that you need to do. You are God created you whole you will be whole for the rest of your life. And the only person that can stop you or, you know, whatever, it's yourself anyway. But I wrote this piece and I'm hoping, I'm going to have a couple of choice words and hey, I'm going to try to eliminate them and say something a little milder because <laughs> yeah, we're in church. <laughs> all right. Or let's, all right, I'm, I'll do enough. Because I was thinking another one called Golden Handcuffs. It has to do with work people who are overwhelmed in work, which is most of us in our Western cultures, you know, we huh, workaholics. Well, let me say the U.S. because I've been in France and other places and they really don't act like us. So I think enough. Yeah, I'll do that one. 
Yikes. Lose the glasses. Had me false believing I possess no worth And when my spirit was high You kicked me under the earth Survived your hell and now I'm ready for a soul rebirth With you I thought that I was never enough I break it down I bent over triple double backwards for you I did everything your sorry tale asked me to There's nothing in this world I wouldn't do for you But it was never enough told me to seek a personality change and so i flipped the script from super sane to super deranged you didn't like it called me crazy so i flipped it again but it was never enough i lied for you swallowed my pride for you took that ride with you bonnie and clyde with you i did everything short of suicide for you but it was never enough Twist my big body into every contortion. Have unprotected sex with you, then had an abortion. Then you wanted a baby, said we name a Porsche. So I got knocked up, and now you want an abortion? It was never enough. Rolled that spliff for you, took that hit for you. Was that number one ride or die chick for you? If you asked me, I would even turn a trick for you. But it was never enough. I did everything to keep our relationship stable. Got a second job, hustling, keeping food on the table. You said you get a job, but you be home watching cable. But I'm the one that wasn't enough. Had no money to lend, spent up all my ends. Then you gave it all to Keisha, trying to buy a new friend. Why I stick with you, I try, because I cannot comprehend. Because it's never enough. Yeah, I paid the price, made that sacrifice, thought I'd be your wife, tried with all my might, but you put me down, heart was cold as ice, but I think I loved you too daggone much. So I tried to let the situation run its course, we ain't even married, but you say you want a divorce, leaving you ain't easy, but you're leaving me with no choice, because it's never enough. I let you drive my whip, you went out and crashed it. Tried to bring it up, but you tried to mask it. My mama told me not to put my eggs in your basket. You said, what your mama know? She's just a corpse in a casket. And that's the day I woke the heck up. I started thinking I put up with all this stuff. Didn't realize I was already enough when I met you. Thought I needed assurance, validation, self-esteem in the ground. Tremble voice is shaking. I was steady giving you a steady take and didn't realize that I was just a fool in the making. I held you up. You shot me down. You clown. I was standing trying to stay on your merry-go-round. Now I stand my ground. No longer circus a clown. I woke up. We broke up. Finally found my voice and spoke. I found that I am Ace of Spades. Sucker, you was just a joker.
is enough. You are enough. You were born enough. You will always be enough. That's it. <laughs> oh, wow, Doc. <laughs> So that oh, is drama tree. Oh, yeah. wow. Help wow. people to heal through music. Yeah. Yeah, that's so affirming. I mean, that message is incredible. It, it mm -hmm. does. Be... Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank... Oh, thank you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It makes such a difference in people's lives. Mm -hmm. so... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, Dot, if people want to know more about drama tree or get in touch with you, how they can reach you. Cause we'll put all that, any of those links we'll put in the show notes so okay. people can find you. Yeah. So my website, well, I have too many, but my one website is drumetry, D-R-U-M-E-T-R-Y.com. I think you've accessed that. That's where you can find all things related to drum doctor dot the upcoming album and you know, my performances and so on the events side, you know, you can find out where I'll, I'll be next. And let's see, Nami, oh God, it's a long name. Nami and T, Cultural Healing Arts Therapy. Everyone knows us as NCHAT. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization that integrates mental health and the arts to help people to heal. I mean, I'm a talk therapist. My sister's a nurse. That's our organization. And I know that talk therapy is not enough. I wrote a whole book about it. So we help people to heal using different art forms. So that I'll give you the link to that website. Also, we have performing. We'll be at Mount Vernon. They have something called Summer in the Squares, Mount Vernon Conservatory downtown, right in front of the Washington Monument. We'll be there on August the 3rd from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Drum Doctor Dot and in chat, we are vetted musicians through Maryland State Arts Council. So any nonprofit, any church can hire us and they give you grant money for that. Let's see, I'm in a band called Roses and Rust. You saw that. That's the band that was at I the Harbor playing Baltimore yeah, Jack. Yeah. We have something coming up, Scholar Jam, which is the 21st. This is to help people who are in Maryland, who are academically sound, but cannot afford to go to college. So they give, donate money, I give money for that. I think those are the three main things I'm involved in. I do speaking engagements, obviously. I was in so many places this year, including California. Someone found me on the internet you know, on TikTok. I'm like, huh? I'm not on TikTok. I don't even have the app. <laughs> but one of my former clients called me and said, hey, Miss Holly, you're on TikTok. I said, no, I'm not because I don't have TikTok. But sure enough, she sent me a link. I downloaded the app and I was on TikTok and someone found me and flew me to California to speak. I was like, okay, I'm on TikTok, right? <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Okay, great. Well, we'll be sure people can access that because, and actually we, we're not just local people. We are a little bit international these days and various oh, parts great. of the country and we're hoping to spread the good news and it's through the work that you're doing is actually spreading. Yeah, so yes, and thank you all for this. I love this platform. This is, I mean, the setup, it's so cool. I've never been on a podcast that's this like funky, fresh, cool. It's really like <laughs> pop, pop, circle, circle, bam, boom in the middle. It's really, I love it. Really thank you. Different. And from two senior citizens, I've been, no, I've it's really I'm funky impressed. Cool. I'm impressed. I'm one, so y'all, I'm with y'all, right? And those uh, yeah. shirts are everything. It's like good. I love your shirts. Oh, yeah. Bam, right? Thank you for that. Very so, before we go, is there anything else that you would like to share a bit of wisdom about? Mm, that's way general. <laughs> anything. Okay, I'll give you my tagline for everything I do. Love plus forgiveness equals freedom. That's my tagline. Mm. Love and forgiveness are the two most powerful forces in the universe. If you can love and if you can forgive, that's freedom. So, I mean, I go through, man, we, I'm a human. We go through so much 
crap in life. And I know we go through anger and blah, 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 but I always settle into a place of love and forgiveness. I did an interview during the pandemic and someone asked me something about, I don't even remember, but I kept saying, I was so mad at God because when George Floyd was mm. murdered by mm. that officer, I, I saw the, I saw the video and I saw that and it was traumatic. No doubt about it. And I was allowed maybe, I won't even say a day to rest in that. And then my mind kept going to compassion for the guy who had his knee in his neck. Like what? I'm like, God, okay, you're going to give me more than a day to be pissed off about this bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it couldn't, I could not, it was horrible. So I'm thinking about his childhood. I'm thinking about if he's locked up, like, what is he thinking? Like that he actually killed another human being. Like I'm thinking about his family and like, what would motivate a person to do that? And so that compassion came to the fore and I'm like, God, okay. Like it ain't even been a day. Let me like be pissed for, <laughs> but it everything, because hmm. love is all that exists. Everything else is just fear. And that is it's not that I'm saying it's intellectually. I live this. I know it in my soul. So no matter what I go through, no matter what you, it's always, it's, you have to fall always back into that place of love and forgiveness because I'm deeply and richly loved and I'm, Lord knows I'm forgiven. Lord knows I'm forgiven. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the only words of wisdom that I will leave. I have so much, but that is the most profound for me in my own life. And love plus forgiveness equals freedom. That's my hashtag, my tagline, blah, blah, blah. That's it. And that's the words we all need to hear. So thank you. Drum Dr. Dot. Thanks for being with us today. This has Thank been such you. a treat. Having and, me here. This is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, take care. John and I want to also thank those who are watching and listening with us today. We cannot do this without your participation. So please take a moment to comment, like, and share on all your social media platforms. This will help us spread the good news to even more people. And again, thank you for the gift of your time with us today. And until next time, peace and blessings. Thank you. Good News is being brought to you by Listening for Clues. You can find us on our website, listeningforclues.com, our YouTube channel, our Vimeo channel, and just about every podcast platform that there is. Hope to see you soon.